Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How's it going? It's going good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of news do you have today? Oh, we've got all sorts of exciting news because it's the holidays. Oh, so much holiday news. Yeah, so the first big announcement related to the holidays is that Disney and ABC are going to bring you three holiday specials this, this holiday season. The first one is going to be the Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration on Thursday, November 28th from 8 to 10 p.m. on ABC and the ABC app. Uh, this is going to be a two-hour primetime special on Thanksgiving night from the Cinderella Castle at the Walt Disney World Resort and Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland Resort in California. Uh, you're going to be treated to several sneak peeks, including a behind-the-scenes look at Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Uh, included uh, in this performance are going to be music by Sting and Shaggy doing a reggae version of Silent Night. Uh, the rock band Portugal the Man doing Happy Christmas and Merry Christmas Everybody. Uh, Pentatonix doing a cappella renditions of Deck the Halls. Ingrid Michaelson and Andy Grammer doing an all new holiday song. International pop star Allie Brooks singing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Emma Bunton, also known as Baby Spice, performing Santa Baby. And Matthew Morrison doing When You Wish Upon a Star, finishing up with Lindsey Sterling uh, doing The Carol of the Bells. So that is on Thanksgiving evening. And then on Friday, December 13th from 8 to 8.30, it's only a half-hour Disney Channel holiday party. Um, it's going to be hosted by Zombies 2 stars Meg Donnelly and Milo Mannheim. Um, let's see. It's going to be broadcast from the Walt Disney World Resort and the Disney Fantasy. So you'll get a look at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, as well as a look at the movie Zombies 2. Um, yeah, this is, uh, oh, once again, Shaggy. Shaggy's big with Disney all of a sudden. He was just in The Little Mermaid. Now he's singing with Sting. He's okay. singing on this show. He's singing the uh, holiday hit Jamaican Drummer Boy. Nice. Which uh, I'm a big fan of. I've never heard it. Uh, and then finally, on Christmas Day, uh, the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade airing from 10 to 12 a.m. It's going to be hosted by Matthew Morrison, Emma Bunton, also known as Baby Spice, and Jesse Palmer. Uh, additional co-hosts are Marci Martin from Blackish and the Lion King star J.D. McCrary, who voiced young Simba. Uh, this will include uh, components from both Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, Sting will be performing Soul Cake. Shaggy will sing his new Caribbean-flavored original song, Christmas with Friends. Pentatonix will be performing. Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Ingrid Michaelson and Grace Vanderwall will sing Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. And Portugal the Man will perform White Christmas and Feel It Still. Uh, Allie Brooke, Christmas Through Your Eyes. And then the cast of Disney Plus's High School Musical, the musical of the series, uh, will perform a high-energy medley. Fun. So get your DVRs ready. I almost said VCRs. That would mm -hmm. show my age. Yes, and that is 10 a.m. to noon. Yes, I already said that. No, you said 10 a.m. to 12. You said 10 to 12 a.m. Oh, I it's didn't. a, yes, it's a it's a 14-hour show. <laughs> it's a 14-hour broadcast. Um, let's see. Uh, over at the Morocco Pavilion in Epcot, they're getting a new exhibit called Race Against the Sun, Ancient Technique to Modern Competition. 
Um, the displays, which were recently installed in the park's Gallery of Arts and History, spotlight the Marathon of the Sands, Rally of the Gazelles, and the History of the Berbers, a group of people who learned to live in the Sahara. It includes a diorama of the Marathon of the Sands, which includes trophies and race gear, and a photo opportunity tied to the Gazelles event, an off-road, all-woman desert rally. Um, it's in an exhibit space, which is to the left as visitors enter the Morocco Pavilion. Um, it looks out onto the adjacent Tangerine Cafe. Excellent. Aren't mm-hmm. there, isn't a Berber a type of carpet? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I wonder if that has anything to do with Morocco. Well, Moroccans Morocco. are known for their carpets. Right. So there you go. Solved yep. it. Bang, genius. You're amazing. In financial news... Uh, The Disney company has announced its quarter four results, closing out the 2019 fiscal year. Uh, They beat analyst expectations with revenues of $19.1 billion versus the $19.05 expected billion dollars. Disney shares jumped to $139.19 a share, which is up just shy of uh, 5%. Uh, let's see, 17% increase in operating income for the parks, despite only an 8% growth in revenue. Uh, operating income in the from in the parks, you know, they're cutting performers, they're cutting rides. Yeah. Uh, there's your increase in operating income. Um, it was also due to revenue of sales uh, from merchandise from Frozen and Toy Story, but was, that was offset by lower merchandise sales uh, of Mickey and Minnie items. Um, which is exciting. And I, I think you said that uh, Bob Iger had some input, uh, even though Star Wars Galaxy's Edge did not open well. Um, he was pleased with the numbers. I have no idea. You, you poo-pooed that uh, story, so oh. I'd never read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, he, I guess he was he was defending... All right. I, I think the fun part of this article says that guest spending growth was primarily due to increases in average ticket prices and higher food, beverage, and merchandise spending. Yeah. And that's because costs go up. Yep. Yep. Um, a virtual reality short is going to debut at the world premiere of Frozen 2. What do you know about that? Um, there's a new virtual reality short called Myth, A Frozen Tale which is inspired by the world of Frozen 2 and uses virtual reality technology. Um, nobody knows if this is going to be the Pixar short in front of... Fro- well, I guess they don't do Pixar. It's not a Frozen, It's not a Pixar movie. No. If this is going to be the short film in front of Frozen 2 or not, um, it looks like this is intended for virtual reality headsets. So I don't know if they're going to start releasing VR content. I mean, that would just be weird, though. It can't be in front of all... Like, it can't be on all of them. It would have to be only at special theaters where they give out, like, VR things just to experience it. Right. I would think if they're saying it's going to be at the world premiere, it's probably going to be, like, at the couple of selected major locations. That world premiere is actually tonight in Los Angeles. Well, actually, last night, because if you're listening to this on Friday, it was Thursday. Yeah, so that's probably where they're probably going to give out the VR headsets, and and you'll get to see them. I can't imagine they're not doing it for everybody. It's probably like part of the swag bag that you get. You get a virtual reality headset so you can watch the film. Maybe. Yep. Um, This is, I think, our biggest news of tonight. Um, The McDonald's on property near the All-Star Resorts, uh, we know was going to get a refurbishment, but it's looking like it's a whole lot more than just a simple refurbishment. Right. Well, it was refurbed 10 years ago, and uh, they made the announcement that it was going to close on October 30th and scheduled to reopen in March of 2020. And now we know why. 
Um, if you look at some of the pictures that are out, they're demolishing it. Uh, so it's a little more than a refurb. It's a rebuild. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty big. Um, there's cranes in there. There's, uh, you know, heavy equipment knocking stuff down. The arches are gone. Uh, most of the walls and glass are already gone. It's a, it's a... It's a mess. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I have a feeling that they're going to go uh, big time on the drive throughs So I don't know if they had a double drive through there, but they'll probably have at least a double, if not more, uh, of a drive through because I think they do phenomenal drive through business there. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see what we end up with. So. Yeah, it's, it's funny because the permits, uh, pro, uh, permits that were filed mentioned detailed architectural work, new roofing, and building improvements. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a big building improvement. It's a whole new building. Absolutely. But a lot of times with construction like that, it might just be easier to knock it all the way to the ground and build up from scratch than trying to retrofit, um, things to, to make them work based on what you already had. So. Good point. Yeah. All that's, right. That's because you work in the industry. I do. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, and now we've got some new sorts of magic bands that they are offering. What do you? What have you seen? Uh, well, they're not actual magic bands. They're magic band slap bracelets. So it looks like you know, like I have a little carab <clears throat> the carabiner that mm -hmm. you can take your magic band apart and put your fob, the magic band fob, on that. It looks like these are sl uh, slap bands uh, from the eighties. Were the slap bands eighties or nineties? I want to say that's more nineties, but I don't. Know. I don't know. It's it's way past me. I never had a slap band, um, but they're making these little slap bracelets. Um, that have a spot where you can put your magic band fob. And it looks like uh, the ones I've seen so far uh, are in honor of Orange Bird. Um, and I don't know, maybe Princesses. Do they give you one? any pricing on these? There are no pricing. It's just that they're going to be released November 12th at Walt Disney World and on shopdisney.com. Uh, oh, that's Frozen. That's what that one is. So there are a variety. Of the, so far, they've only mentioned two designs, Orange Birds and Frozens. All right. I... um. I like them because I find the regular magic bands are sort of a pain to put on and off. Mm -hmm. So how nice would it be to just slap yours on and be done with it? Right. And it's the, the slap bands don't come off easily. You know, no. They stay wrapped around your wrist, but they're not tight. I don't know. I think it's a great idea. Right. And I must say, I, I, I apologize. I call them magic band fobs, uh, but they're actually referred to as pucks. Okay. So you learned something here. I guess. Uh, there is a... New trailer for the movie Soul, which is going to be opening in 2020, that has been released. Yep. Uh, so a new teaser trailer and a poster for Soul, uh, which is going to open on June 19th of 2020. Soul highlights the adventures of a New York City-based music instructor character named Joe and stars Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, and others. Um, so we'll post the trailer on the site. And additionally, since we're talking about trailers, this is not on your list, um, but Verizon uh, is offering an exclusive look at The Mandalorian today. And we'll post that on our page as well. Very nice. Um, there's going to be a special about decorating Disney for the holidays. No, just a, a, a web, a YouTube clip like oh. Park Disney Parks usually does. Okay. So it's a, uh, it's a clip that shows going behind the scenes, uh, getting Disneyland Resort ready for the holidays. Um, some of the facts and figures is that Main Street USA uses 220 garlands that measure more than four miles long uh, and include 80 wreaths and 120 bows. It takes uh, 36 cast members 35 days to install the It's a Small World holiday 
and 18 days to decorate the attraction's interior. Disneyland Christmas Tree is 60 feet tall on Main Street, USA, and features 1,500 Victoria-inspired ornaments and 100 oversized faux candles. Uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle is illuminated each night with more than 126,000 LED lights, sparkling icicles, and snow-capped turrets. (laughs) Snow-capped tourists. And the Cathay Circle has a 50-foot Christmas tree um, with vintage-style ornaments in keeping with the theme of Venabuista Street as it appeared when Walt Disney arrived in California in the 1920s. So uh, this little clip, like I said, we will post on uh, our group page. Great. So enjoy it. Uh, We are waiting for Rise of the Resistance to open at Hollywood Studios on December 5th. Um, And we just got through the Disney Parks blog a look at the queue, uh, which is featuring Poe Dameron's uh, X-Wing. Yeah. And BB-8. Okay. was in there. So uh, very exciting that you can see that. Um, Yeah, just another one of these interactive elements. You know, we, we haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet, but... The Millennium Falcon, occasionally Ray and Chewie will go out to do work on it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of become an, an interactive piece of the land. So I'm sure that Poe Dameron's X-Wing will do the same or people will be going out to service it and, and, yeah. and whatnot. So it's, it's an interesting element. Um, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, do we need it to be so immersive? But it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's fun, and it's nice that it's something while you're waiting in line because you know the lines are going to be long at least at the beginning. Right. Uh, you have some not all that happy news. Yeah. So yesterday we had the story of the gentleman who groped Ariel in uh, Ariel's grotto. Grotto. Um, but now there is a, a gentleman who has been arrested for child molestation at the Magic Kingdom. And apparently he made his way uh, around Walt Disney World. Um, guy was arrested, uh, Anthony James Anthony Jones of Orange County, Florida, was arrested on October 17th for allegedly molesting two children at the Ye Old Christmas shop uh, the previous day. Uh, apparently he's been connected to two additional incidents which were an alleged molestation uh, of a 13-year-old girl at Disney's Animal Kingdom on September 14th and a 14-year-old girl at the Magic Kingdom on July 12th. Uh, This gentleman has been charged with six counts of lewd or lascivious uh, molestation. And uh, according to the Orlando Sentinel, uh, the July 12th incident happened on the Haunted Mansion ride uh, inside the stretching room where uh, he made some inappropriate contact. Uh, the girl thought it was an accident and then he made more inappropriate contact. Um, and another girl, uh, said the same thing happened while she was waiting in line for Avatar Flight of Passage. Uh, and then on the way off the ride, he brushed against her inappropriately as well. Um, so, uh, sheriff's investigators were working with Disney security to get footage of the incident. And uh, apparently they've been able to tie it down to this one guy doing this multiple times. Yeah, they better nip this crap in the bud because that's... Who wants to... There's a lot of these kinds of situations at Disney World where you're in close quarters with people. You don't want to be worried that, you know, you or your kid is going to be, you know, touched inappropriately. That's not okay. Right. That's awful. It is. Um... All right, moving away from that, I feel like we have, lately we've had a few of those stories. We have. Not great. Um, And then, so, 
outside of the Disney parks over to Legoland, there's a special offer um, for tickets for the holiday season um, from now and can be used up until December 25th. They have one day tickets that they're selling for $59.99. Um, that's usually a $99.99 ticket. So that's quite a savings. They cannot be purchased at the gate. They have to be purchased in advance, I believe, online. So, um, but it's a good deal. Yeah, it saves money. All right. And uh, that pretty much sums it up for us. Uh, we'll get you, hopefully your ride is short today because uh, <laughs> our show is short. Uh, as always, follow us on the Disney Drive Time podcast page on Facebook. Leave us a good review on uh, iTunes and uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And my birthday's Sunday. And you've been <laughs> listening to the Disney Drive Time podcast.